Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, here with Aaron Keller, and we are in the podcast room, just sitting around like a group of friends. We don't have any table in the middle of us. (laughs) (laughs) Our podcast room is a bit rearranged these days, but we're here with Julie Watson, our wildlife education coordinator. And a regular, but it's I got been a married. While. Yeah, she got married. What I, a, formerly so Julie Watson. <laughs> <laughs> formerly Julie Watson. And I think we've introduced you with the new name uh, in the past. That's how long it's been since you've been married. It, so my yeah. bad. I can't help it. <laughs> Julie Bless Thank is here you. to join us. Wow. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm so bad. That's how it goes. Sometimes. First you call me a friend and then you call me by the wrong name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then we have our conservation education division supervisor, Chris Vasey. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you back. I think it's been, I think we may have even been on Zoom last time. I think it was Christmas. <laughs> It's been a long oh, time. Oh, because of um, gifts. we always bring you on to talk about gifts. Yeah, for the kids. Yeah, because I have to buy a lot of gifts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about a way people could give to conservation. We see them all over if you Speaking drive around. Of gift, yeah. Right. Here's oh. a gift to yeah. wildlife. The gift that keeps on giving. Yes. Right. Yep. So we have our conserve wildlife license plate, which you may have seen them. Some people may have them and not even realize that they're giving back to wildlife. So that's what we want to get into today yeah that's the gift right that's the gift that's supporting (laughs) our wildlife education and our volunteer programs so what is the conserve wildlife license plate in the program so it's a plate that you can purchase for an individual for any one of your vehicles and the plates funding source goes back to conserving wildlife and 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 doing so it's going to our educational programs and our volunteer programs um, in those programs, they've always been a little bit short on, on the funding end when this originally uh, was passed. And that funding now helps both of our uh, volunteer program and our educational programs when we have some needs that we need to put into operating for our staff or we find some other things like interpretive centers or things like that we find needs for. Okay, and it's a pretty cool looking plate too. I've seen them all over the place. Explain it. What plate is it? It's the, uh, well, if you've seen the plate, it has a mule deer and a sage grouse and a trout on it. Um, super cool artwork. And I think a lot of people buy the plate just because of the artwork. Not not necessarily that they're they're loving wildlife so much, but they love the plate. And uh, But most people uh, that I know of are truly buying the plate because they want either to support wildlife or they just have a love for wildlife. Mm-hmm. And it is a good way to give back. It's one other way if you're already a hunter angler, but if you're looking for a way because you don't hunt or fish, there you go. It's a license plate. It's a great way to con- contribute to conservation. And if you're not, hey, I'm, I'm not going to buy a license, I'm not going to hunt, I'm not going to fish, but yeah, I want to pitch in to, to spread the word of conservation. What a better way. Yeah, I've had a few friends, um, you know, hit me up and say, like, how, do, how can we support and what's the plate? And you can't just go in a DMV and say, I want the wildlife plate. Because there's a few wildlife plates. You have to say, I want the one with the deer, the sage grouse, and the fish on it. Yeah. Because that's the one that specifically goes to 
Wildlife Education and the Volunteer Program. Correct. So. And it's even on the charity page. Of There's charity plates okay. listed on DMV, and that's one of them. And how much is it? There's um, Well, the initial fee to get the startup fee is $61, and then and it's an annual fee of 30 So it's it's really not that much money, and, and the initial cost is not that much. Right. And a huge chunk of the – I think I was reading – a huge chunk of the annual renewal fee goes the, I mean most of it goes back into conservation more than half of it goes back into conservation to support conservation very cool yeah and you can even get them I the other day I noticed a uh, a motorcycle had one oh so really like the little tiny, little tiny ones yeah one that's that awesome wildlife plate too, so. I didn't very really cool. I wouldn't have even thought of that <coughs> yep and then you guys were digging through some research, doing some research to figure <laughs> out um, how this all started because, well, Vasey, you were here when it started, right? So you remember it being a process. Yeah, Aaron and I are both were here <laughs> yeah. and it was, it seems like a long, long time ago when they first started, but uh, initially the idea was in 2004 and that was kind of, people were starting to talk about it, but it, the, it took a long time to get it fully through and vetted all the way through to legislature to get the plate itself. So over the years it's taken a long time to get and uh that 2004 was the beginning and yeah and i remember um when we did uh there was a whole petition and you had to get they had to get yeah. sig the number of signatures oh, really? and and it was a big kind of to do to get these signatures and then a certain number of plates had to stay on the books so people had to be purchasing them and we had to sell an initial amount and then every year after that we had to keep more than this amount like forever otherwise the plates go away so you can't just have this charity license plate if it's not if it's not selling it's not it doesn't selling. it doesn't say um viable at dmv so yeah it was a kind, a kind of a i don't say i don't want to say stressful time because i was actually in wildlife ed at that time I yeah think, and so it was a huge funding source coming down the pipe and to get those signatures was kind of was a big deal yeah i guess i just wouldn't picture it being that big of a thing to create a new license plate but i mean it's definitely a process right and it's funny so like yeah so people that start with the department you know 10 years from now they're just gonna know that we've always had a license plate i know yeah. it you that know? way yeah i so. mean i was in high school and didn't oh. even know <laughs> i had to throw that in there <laughs> also in high school starting this <laughs> process <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> i didn't even know what i was gonna do with my life or career <laughs> but you guys were trying to start a license plate <laughs> yeah Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're young. Yeah, yeah, you guys are. We Bragging. just That's like to make fun of <laughs> them because they've been Old people. No, specifically you two because yeah. yeah. you've been around yeah. so long. But in all reality, it it is cool. It has to be cool to have seen it come this far to people, new people come in and just think we've always had this license plate. That yeah. That would be an accomplishment. For sure. I remember it when it kind of went through and then, um, you know, I wasn't like real – involved in the actual um when it came on board but we sold at auction the first s like one through seven plates and and that kind of jump-started that that program and then after that um eight through i think a hundred was um to end our employees something like that and then yeah so it was pretty cool to see it kind of jump off and then now you see them everywhere and then when was it that it actually, so it was 
Two started in 2004, the process. It was accepted and, and, and ready to go in 2011, 2012, as, as, as Aaron mentioned before, was the first sale. And so that's when they became available to everybody publicly. Nice. And they've been rolling every since. And, you know, like you said, you see them everywhere when you're driving down the road. And I think a lot of people really like the plate. And I think they really feel good about supporting something as cool as wildlife education and volunteer programming. And I think they actually need to know that that's where some of their funding sources. A lot of times I don't think they know that that's where it's coming from. Exactly. And that's why we wanted to get into, we brought Julian to talk about, I mean, wildlife education is one of the areas that this plate really benefits definitely and we use the license plate sales for basically all of our programming in wildlife ed it supports that and i really like that the plate is called the conserve wildlife plate it doesn't say wildlife education on it because it really emphasizes to me that our wildlife ed programs are uh, super important in the future of conservation because we're educating the next generation that are going to be coming up so um, super important, but we use it for everything. So that program has K through 12 classroom programming. We have several different classroom programs um, that we do with that money. Uh, we also just funded some trunks that we're going to be uh, piloting and the new grab and go kits that are super popular are gonna be going statewide in August. That's all coming from the license plate. Um, we also do teacher trainings. Project Wild is a nationwide program, and we are able to keep those teacher trainings completely free for educators in Nevada because of the license plate funds. So there's there's a ton. Do you want me to keep going? I, well, I want to like tell us, tell us a little bit about the trunks. Okay. What they're what what those are. We have talked about the bird trunk on the podcast before the launch of it has gotten pushed back because of covid because we really want to do the teacher training in person because they're birding um but that one will be going this summer we'll be doing our first teacher trainings and getting those out um but the bird trunk is a trunk of materials so that a teacher's a teacher can take the trunk and they'll have a classroom's worth of materials that they need to conduct birding in their classroom so it's got a bunch of binoculars bird artifacts, field guides, and then curriculum from the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. And we'll be teaching this, the teachers how to bird, how to teach their students how to bird, and then how to submit bird checklists to eBird. So their whole classrooms will become community or citizen scientists and submit data to eBird, which is one of the largest and longest running community science projects in the world. There is a ton of data on there. So students will be able to be a part of that. Um, we'll also have a bat trunk or bat pack, as oh. we are calling it. Oh, bat pack, <laughs> I like it. Um, which will cover bats and cover what our biologists do to survey bats. So students will do like a mock bat blitz and get to like catch fake bats in a net and do all the um, metrics for that. And we'll also do... Um, there's a thing called an echometer touch. It's super cool. It records bat sounds and identifies them. And so you can actually use it during the day um, because bats are active during the day when they're roosting places. Uh, so a good way to figure out if you have bats in your house. But it will ID what the bats are seeing. And that also gets submitted to a bat database. So it's also community science and what they're recording. And then the last uh, trunk is a bighorn sheep trunk. And a couple of years ago, we worked with a curriculum developer from Bear Trust, and 
uh, she worked with Mike Cox, and so she created a whole curriculum using our uh, sheep translocation data. And so there's a whole curriculum around that that will go into the trunk for student for teachers to do with their students. What's cool is you're saying a way for kids to learn more about wildlife and for them to, you know, it sparks a passion with them to get into wildlife, but then they're also actually contributing to science, which is yeah. really cool. There's yeah. a lot of different benefits of it. Yeah, we want a bunch of little little conservation scientists out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's also why when you go into Julie's office, there's always a stack of trunks. <laughs> her office always has It's really bad right there. now. Yeah. You can only just see the top of her head right now because yeah. there's so much gear in there ready to be distributed to all those teachers ready to roll. Exactly. Uh, all courtesy of the license plate. <laughs> yes. Yay. Yeah, well, this is all of the fun stuff to get into. So we're going to continue right after this quick break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. We are here with Julie Bless, our wildlife education coordinator statewide. And we also have conservation division administrator Chris Vasey here talking about the conserve wildlife license plate that you could buy to give back to wildlife. Um, Julie, right before the break, you were explaining all of the things in the works thanks to this license plate. But what are some of the things that it's it's already benefited um, (laughs) education wise? Uh, so we use this money for our existing K through 12 program called uh, Know Your Nevada. That is a fourth grade program. We piloted it three years ago. Very successful. Covers um, covers conservation aspects and adaptations and habitat of some of our living state symbols. Very very popular. And our award winning Nevada Knockout program, which is K through 12, all ages, and we get thousands of students that participate in that every year. And um, also Trout in the Classroom, the Trout in the Classroom program benefits from, uh, which is a long standing program here at the Department of Wildlife. Um, And this year they just upgraded and got a ton of new equipment using that license plate money, which was definitely necessary because it's been a long running program and we hadn't been in classrooms for the last two years because of COVID. So they definitely needed more physical equipment. we also use it to support our urban wildlife program. Sorry, my stomach <laughs> growled <laughs> really loud. We didn't hear your stomach growl, but we heard you say your stomach growl. Okay, we'll edit that. Yeah. <laughs> She's on a roll, too. I know. Oh, really. Sorry, I was worried it like vibrated the cord, and then like everyone heard my growling stomach. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, <laughs> it's okay. Um. The funding from this also supports our urban wildlife program, which if you have ever found a baby bird or had an encounter with wildlife in your backyard or in your neighborhood, you may have called this person. Um, It helps create um, education uh, programming for it. We're actually going to be piloting an urban wildlife classroom program next year coming up, a high school program, and funds from this will be supporting that too. So it's really 
a ton of stuff that that we have already historically been doing. And that's just the wildlife education side. There's also the volunteer side. So uh, funds for this can be used to support our project volunteers that help with guzzlers and sage grouse surveys and um, fish spawning, which is happening this month. Uh, all sorts of stuff, and we use that funding for all sorts of equipment from gloves to buckets to uh, lizard catching materials, which is called a noose. Didn't really want to use that word, but <laughs> that <laughs> is what it's called. <laughs> Doesn't kill the lizards, but that's what it's called. Uh, and um, also uniform shirts and recognition materials, too. Yeah, I was going to say the volunteer instructors that uh, yeah, that actually too. teach the wildlife mm-hmm. ed, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's so cool is I think a lot of people when they're making a donation or giving to wildlife, they want to know where their money is going. We have so many popular programs and different things people see. I mean, we're always promoting and posting about people are interested and those are all coming from this program. Yeah, you're right. It is supporting programming that people are probably interacting with on a fairly regular basis. Exactly. That's what was when you were listing everything that's I was like, wow, these is these are all the things we have going on right now. (laughs) One of the cool things about the volunteer program is also the 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 match that we get for our our federal grants. And we're by having these, you know, incentives for people, whether it's a uniform or some kind of recognition for them, it's keeping them also in the fold and also recruiting others and getting other people engaged in wildlife to be a volunteer and that also in turn gives us the match we get a match for their hours and their and their mileage and that that accounts for that match we need to come up with which is a 25 percent in-kind match for our grants which is you know it's an awesome program and the and the it it feeds both right so it's it's just a it's a, a win-win it really is so it's not only funding um equipment used out in the field but also like you said incentives for volunteers mm-hmm. correct very cool and then before we move on from volunteering how i mean I, listening to this i'm like i want to volunteer <laughs> um, even though i go out to our project so for people who are hearing all the fun things we do um how do they volunteer there's a couple different ways that they can get involved. They can go onto our website. There's two different locations. We have project volunteers that help um, with projects that are just doing work. And then there's our instructor volunteers that are public facing and um, in the classroom, sometimes working closely with people. And there's two different locations that you can sign up for either one of those. You can also sign up for both. And, um, and learn more but if you sign up to be a project volunteer it will also take you to our site where you can look and see what is already there and you can sign up today to volunteer look at what's there get interested in it and there should be contacts on there to reach out they can also always contact me at jbless b-l-e-s-s at endow.org and i can get them to the right place for project volunteering Um, Same with instructors, but the instructor process is more of a vetting because you need more training. We need to make sure that you can uh, appropriately teach. We do background checks and all that, but they can definitely speak to someone to learn more too. And that's all on the website. And there's volunteer opportunities statewide, whether in your eastern region, southern region, or western region. All over the place. We are actually looking for volunteers for Father's Day weekend in eastern region for a guzzler build. 
they need volunteers. Okay. So. Oh, excellent shot. Yes. Yeah. 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 They yeah. really, really need volunteers. I know. So. All out of talking about this wildlife <laughs> license plate. Like, yeah. So get your, get your dad. Yes. And go volunteer. Or if you are a dad, get your kids and yes. tell them you want to go. Go hang out yeah. in the Rubies for the weekend. Go build a guzzler. Have, you know. Exactly. Make it a whole trip. (laughs) And another thing people could do that's really cool is head to our brand new fish hatchery interpretive center. Sure. Yeah. And that was something we wanted to talk about. Yeah. A huge project. Yeah. We just we just uh, remodeled a a interpretive center out at the Lake Mead hatchery. And it talks everything about native fish and mead and drought and really cool fish mounts, all kinds of educational material. Um, di- you know, all kinds of diagrams, things that are super interesting for a school group to come and visit. Or if you're in the area, you're going out to the park there or coming to Lake Mead, stop by and visit us. We just did that opening. I think they're open two days a week right now for public. Is it three? I think it's three. Three, yeah. three days a week I for public. And uh, they're also doing school groups during the school year. So it's, it's, a, it's a really cool visitation uh, destination. So I would uh, I would encourage anybody to come out and, and check out, and that was part of this funding came from that license plate, and uh, it's those are the type of things in the future that we'll be identifying whether it's interpretive centers there or, or revamping or remodeling. That's that's what this money's don't going towards. Yeah, once again, it's very tangible. Tall. I think is the yes. word things yeah. <laughs> that this is going toward. Um, I felt like I rushed through volunteering because I wanted to make sure we got to the hatchery. So anything else, I feel like I could listen to you talk all day, Julie, about the different <laughs> things this well, is going there's, to. We there is to. one other program that Julie's helped to kind of bring to the department that's benefited from this, and that's the AmeriCorps. Oh, oh that's yeah. a huge one. Mm, almost forgot. Well, we... we have all (laughs) it's a part of the volunteer aspect because our americorps are technically volunteers but there is there is uh some funding that we we have to pay for the service and um we have americorps throughout the state and it's it's kind of dual purpose because they help us they're full-time 40 hour a week folks that work for us and they're always amazing uh they're always awesome and they're usually fairly young but anyone of any age can can be an americorps for us but they've built programs for us um for example we're going into year two of our badges program another k-12 program that i totally forgot to mention that is paid for by the uh, license plate and that has been pretty successful we're piloting it statewide this right now currently like just got badges sent out before school ended um <clears throat> and they create programming. The field trips at the hatchery will be run by AmeriCorps. So if you go there, you're pr- you will probably be greeted by an AmeriCorps for us. Uh, they also help with our volunteer program, and they help with all sorts of stuff, our hunter ed, our angler ed, and our wildlife ed programming. And it's a huge nationwide program um, that we're really happy to be a part of. They're rock stars, and um, they're usually young people trying to get into the field of conservation. It's, it's their way of getting their work experience to get a full-time job. And many of them have, we have recruited say. right into Nevada Department of Wildlife mm-hmm. in, some f- in some framework. And whether they're working for fisheries or working for us in, in conservation education. So it's been a great partnership. And I would say that the having the extra help in all of our programming, it's a giant task to, to speak to school groups statewide it's a giant task just to get our word out and our conservation 
messaging and they are part of that and it's been a great partnership we actually did a podcast with the americorps and you could listen to it and hear how awesome they are <laughs> they so go really, back find yeah, that episode it was a while ago yes. it was but they are awesome and then we've had jess wolf on who was one of our americorps yes i wasn't americorps just not here exactly it yeah program. so it, it's yes. huge so they're awesome is what I'm saying. And yeah, once and again, you, multiple <laughs> benefits. You're helping people find their way into the conservation field. And also we're recruiting great employees. Yep. If, if you've come to an event or if we've come to your school in the last couple of years, few years, there's a chance that there's been an AmeriCorps there. Um, we, they're in, our, in the Endow uniform, so they look just like every mm-hmm. other Endow employee. But, yeah, if, they, if you've been taught or educated by Endow, there's You've probably that, interacted yep, with yep. AmeriCorps. So I forget their AmeriCorps. Kind of goes just, back to what Julie like said. <laughs> like, there's a lot of programs and, and things we do that have been benefited from the license plate, and um, I think it's great to shine a, shine a spotlight on it for sure. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Very, very grateful. And also, I mean, we know who's cool if they have a conserved wildlife license plate. Exactly. Like, <laughs> True. <laughs> yep. You know what's funny? I wave at them. <laughs> Yeah, it's and like the I, Jeep yeah. wave. But yeah, it's a Jeep wave or a thumbs up. I tried to know? do that oh, when yeah. I had a yep. Prius. Yeah. <laughs> I moved here from Kentucky, so I didn't know about it. So when I got here, I would see everyone with the – I thought it was, like, specific to Endow employees. And then I'd drive other places and be like, someone from my work is here. <laughs> and they're just that popular that actually everyone has them. <laughs> and they're not just for Endow employees. You have to have one if you work here, Ashley. <laughs> I know. I need to get – I actually need to get one, but I want to get one because it is so cool. I'm just – lazy and a procrastinator but um, <laughs> i'm gonna get one but speaking of which julie i want to get one so how can i go and buy one the dmv <laughs> okay yeah it's all at the dmv um and when you go there you can just ask them for it like that's what i did they have a whole wall and you can point at which one you want and we mentioned it before oh yeah aaron said <coughs> specifically ask for the conserve it says wildlife CW, and there's another one that's support wildlife sw and um, also still a great thing that comes from the, um, the record book that goes, it goes to the record book. That oh. one has a sheep on it, but ours is the conserve wildlife one and it's the cooler one. And if you even just look it up right now online, it will come up on DMV. And I think there's even a form you could fill out to do mm-hmm. it online, which I will be doing. So anyway, well, thank you both for coming. It's That's long overdue fun. Yeah, and yeah. a good topic to talk about. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. easy yep. one. Yep. And go go get that license plate, people. Get that get license, that license plate. plate. So we <laughs> think you're cool. Yes. <laughs> so I could think you're a coworker. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.